This is your host, Jake Dean, and welcome to the Political Battlegrounds podcast, where we talk about politics on an audio battleground. This episode, we will be talking about... Hello, and welcome to the Political Battlegrounds podcast. Today, I'm joined by my mother, Beth Dean. Um, Our topic for today is going to be travel over the holidays and COVID-19. So, first, do you want to introduce yourself? Sure. Thanks for having me, Jake. I'm Beth Clavenadine, and um, as Jake said, I am his mother. I'm also a Kansas MTSS state trainer. So travel's kind of my thing. I travel all over the state of Kansas training different districts on a multi-tiered system of support. So very comfortable talking about travel and the impact it has had um, based on COVID. So how has, tra- how has travel changed because of COVID in your mind? Well, uh, for me personally in the work I do, so I can talk about it from two vantage points, work and personally. From a professional perspective, when I go work in a school district, we now have a what we call a COVID protocol that we go through. And so there's a, a number of questions we have to ask the district leaders um, and steps that we have to do and they have to do to ensure everyone's safety. Because we travel all over the state and we go into communities, counties, and districts that may or may not have had a lot of COVID cases, and we are coming from places that may have had a lot of COVID cases, we have to be very careful about both not bringing COVID into that community and not taking COVID from that community to another one. So there's things like, do they have enough space for the number of people to be socially distanced? Will everybody be able to wear masks because we require it? Um, does the county health department allow people from other counties to come into that county? Because some counties have restricted that. So there's a whole line of things we have to go through. And I didn't used to have to do that for travel, but I am very willing to do it um, due to COVID. So from what I've seen, COVID has been politicized extremely with the upcoming election. Um, What have you seen on your part from that? So I I would say that both on the right and on the left, when you go to the far extremes, there's been a lot of impassioned challenging of one aspect of another. For instance, on the far right, there's a number of people, not all, that don't want to wear masks and don't feel they should have to. And then there's a number of people on the far left who think we need to, um, you know, put in accountability measures and policing of people wearing masks. And I don't think either side is right. (laughs) I think definitely people should be wearing masks from our vantage point as a family of people who have already had COVID. um, We see the value in masks. Uh, but I think politicizing it is not the way to go. I disagree with the right in that 
the far right people who think we shouldn't have to wear them, that it's a joke. I disagree with that. I also disagree with putting policing involved for people who don't. I feel like there needs to be a different message, a message for public health and caring about other people and, you know, helping to save other people's lives and kind of, you know, putting that out there in a, in a different message instead of messaging up yeah. um, division. Which and I, I know... Like. I know Officer Pierce has talked about this in class, but he said that if any of the counties try to impose something that would require them to pull over people for wearing masks or ticket them or take them to jail for not wearing masks, he said that his department has decided not to follow that because that would be a, a violation of the rights of the people. Um, and that's a very extreme one-sided issue that, I mean, he wants to stay neutral on that. And it's definitely not something that should be policed and you should get your life ruined because of it. Um, I, I agree that the policing of it is probably an extreme. I do think there needs to be, um, how do I put this? There needs to be a, a mature conversation and people need to look at it from a reasoned manner that... There's enough evidence out there that wearing a mask, a proper mask, now keep in mind, there's some materials that aren't going to be effective, right? If they're not double or triple, triple layered, they're not going to do any good. But a, a proper mask does make a difference. And being able to show people that and have them understand that difference, I think, is an important conversation that needs to be had. And... People are so divided, they're not willing to sit down and have productive conversations about it. I think if they did, they might they might come to the middle on that a little more instead of being so divided. Yeah, um, and from what I can see in politics-wise, there's hypocrisy from both sides regarding COVID. From the right, um, they're saying that, you know... You know, abortion is not a woman's choice. And then at the same time, they're saying, well, wearing a mask is my choice. And I'm not agreeing with any of those. Mm -hmm. um, I'm just stating the fact from what we can see. Yeah. Um, and then That's on the left, analogy. they're saying, well, it's my choice to wear a mask. And then at this, or it's, it's my choice to have an abortion and other stuff like that other issues that they say were well it's my choice the government should be saying that and then they want to impose a mask mandate which would be the government saying that you have to do something or else there will be consequences so from both sides there's mm -hmm. hypocrisy from both sides um we can see that they're not agreeing and the only thing that they will change on is whether or not it benefits them instead of benefiting um, society. Yeah, I think your analogy is spot on about hypocrisy. I think people not being able to see that. The, at the dinner table when Dad brought this up, he said, you know, people sometimes can't reason to that. They're not using logic, and I think that that's accurate. Like, if they were to stop and think about their personal values, where they land, and how stating one choice is a directly in opposition to the other value they have, 
I think they'd stop and maybe rethink how they phrase things and mm-hmm. what they believe. Because, you know, it's, it's a mask. And I guess when I think about personal travel, so back to the travel issue, um, you know, I go and visit family, right? All of, our, all of my family lives out of the Kansas City area, so I have to either drive or fly to them. And over Thanksgiving, you know, I'm going to visit Aunt Tina in Connecticut. And I have to take a COVID test three days before we go. And it has to be negative or else I'm not allowed to go, right? And that's Connecticut's rules because they don't have the spike that Kansas has. Kansas is now spiking pretty severely. And they want to prevent that from coming in. And I want to say, okay, I get that. Um... And I have to respect that because that's what a, that's what a law-abiding citizen does, right? I respect the rules. But it also makes me stop and think, okay, so if I've done everything I can to prevent it, why shouldn't I be able to travel? But then I stop, just like you said with the hypocrisy, and I say, now wait a second. Am I imposing my will on this when, in fact, I think I... I would say I believe that there's a reason that rule is effective to prevent the spread. If I believe that, then I shouldn't be upset by Connecticut asking me to do that, right? Mm -hmm. So I've reasoned myself to, I think it's a reasonable thing for Connecticut to ask me to take a COVID test three days before I travel there. Mm -hmm. Um, Some people would get very offended by that. And at first I was like, do I really have to do it? It felt inconvenient. But then I stopped and thought, you know what, we've had COVID, and I don't want to bring that to Connecticut. I don't want to bring that to Uncle Brad, who's over 65, right? Mm -hmm. I don't want anybody to get sick that I care about, so I'm going to do the right thing. I just wish other people would think like that. I guess that's my point. Yeah, and speaking of spikes, um, in terms of the economic downfalls of COVID COVID Mm -hmm. and travel, I'm currently on the Stocks app looking at Delta Airlines one oh, year. Yeah. Um, and immediately on February 28th, which is when it started getting out that, you know, COVID might come to America. Yes. And the first couple of cases, um, they immediately dropped significantly mm-hmm. and their low was 1941. Yeah. And their high before that was 60. It was 60. Um, mm-hmm. So, and they still have not recovered from that. Oh, yeah. They're at 31 right now. Um, and I know that that's the same for almost every travel company out there. Oh, yeah. And um, CEO, the CEOs are saying it's uh, it's going up right now because the CEOs are saying that business travel is returning. But at the same time, I don't. it'll, it'll take, I predict, maybe months to years before mm-hmm. everything gets back to the the economy it was before. So just the impacts of COVID-19 on the economy is extremely um, bad. Um, it's been pretty detrimental. It has. And in certain aspects of the economy. Same with Southwest. Technology is the opposite. But yes, travel industry has been, travel and restaurants, service industries has been decimated. Yes. And I know, I know multiple like Jay Rieger's, the whiskey company, yeah. mm-hmm. shut down even though they were making hand sanitizer, but they've shut down. So even if you have a way to still make money, people are still shutting down. Like, they, 
I'm pretty sure, like, there was so many bottles that they put out of their mm-hmm. hand sanitizer, but they still can't make ends meet. And um, just going back to travel with, with certain workplaces, traveling is essential to their business, getting right. it out there. And when it's not available, then, I mean, what are you going to do? Exactly. Um, I travel with, like, in politics, I'm worried because I know that on November 3rd, there's going to be the election, but at the same time, all these politicians, uh, local politicians are traveling to Congress, and then some of the, the senators involved um, in the presidential race or, or who are close to candidates, um, especially with, like, when we saw Nancy Pelosi a couple months ago or weeks ago uh, with the whole haircut debacle, mm-hmm. um, it's just it's, it, it's worrying that all these people are going into the same room and not all of they take their masks off to speak uh, at the at the hearings which is weird to me especially since if they're gonna come back some most of them are campaigning for re-election and if they're coming back to their communities we've seen senators test positive after they've come back to their communities Mm -hmm. and do rallies um so that's worrying to me yeah i i absolutely agree every time i'm watching uh, hearings and committees and all of these things on uh, C-SPAN and so forth um, over the last three to four weeks that the representatives and senators have done. When they speak, they take off their mask. And I guess I get it because it's harder to understand with it on. But I if we it. know it's aerosolized, I don't think that's a smart idea. I don't. I think you just work on articulation. Exactly. And I mean, that's what we're working on in Thunder Broadcasting. We are not allowed to take off our masks yes. when we're on the mic, um, except for drinking or for a couple seconds to get uh, it resituated. Um, for an extended amount of time, we get in trouble for that, even though we're outside. And we yes. are, but we are right next to each other. But at the same time, you can still hear us. Yes. Because of the mics. It, it's just, it's... It's it's a slight inconvenience, but that doesn't matter. People can still understand what we're saying, and the fact that um, the the senators and it's on both sides. Both yes. both sides are doing it. I don't it's understand not, it. It's not it's not like oh just the just the left senators are doing it or oh just the Republican senators are doing it. No, no both sides all. are doing it, and most of them aren't putting it back on after they speak as well. Um, and I know I know in the in the Supreme Court hearing. Um, Amy Coney Barrett had it on for the first day, mm-hmm. um, but she's far away enough from people that all the other people had masks on, and she she's in this desk in the middle of a room mm-hmm. that is like ten feet away from everybody else. So I understand that. What I don't understand is is these senators that are mm-hmm. three to six feet away from each other, mm-hmm. and there's not even very many precautions or Mm-mm. alternate alternative seating for them Mm-mm. to um, sit, and then they take off their masks just for the for the convenience of having people hear them at home, even though we know um, that we can still hear them, and it's, it will just sound a little muffled, which, and that's worrying because they're going to be coming back to their communities to get mm-hmm. reelected, some of them. Mm-hmm. And they're going to be campaigning. And, mm-hmm. Yeah, and I mean that, both sides. Yeah, I mean, no, we, I agree. We, we, saw, we saw a Democratic senator from, I believe, Virginia, if I'm not mistaken, mm-hmm. crowd surf at a at a Trump rally the other day, with with no mask on, um, and he crowd surfed at a Trump rally and tried to pose it as this thing where 
both sides are working together and not all the Democrats hate Trump, mm. which is which is good in concept if we didn't have this pandemic going on. But the fact that you just possibly uh, compromise the health of people at the rally because you decided to jump on top of them to crowd surf to do a publicity mm. stunt, stunt is not wise. Um, so I didn't understand that either. Like when so, I saw yeah. that, I was like, cool. I understand this, the concept, but why? Yeah, why would you do that? And it does. You you want, so you want your politicians to model the behavior that they want their community to do, right? You want them to be role models. Well, every time I watch that, and for that matter, newscasters, reporters on TV who aren't in their own room they're in a they're at a table with other reporters and they're not wearing masks and it doesn't make sense to me that they would do that and not wear masks i'm just like what why you can articulate yeah and people can understand you your thunder broadcasting you know other than friday night when dad and i were there for your senior night awards We've been listening to it every Friday and, and volleyball matches, and we can hear you guys very clearly. And I know. The masks have not gotten in the way of your articulation. And so I don't understand why reporters and senators and representatives, why they're not. And I know it the, the play-by-play broadcasters and the analysts at the NFL games do wear masks uh, while they are speaking. That's what I've always seen is that they'll wear them. But from we've seen these reporters back home, and especially the political reporters, um, are extremely close to each other for some yes. reason. Um, and, but with the sports reporters, they're always far apart, um, which, I don't know, th- that seems like the NFL knows more than the pl- politicians, but I don't know what that's about. Um, and it the fact is that quandary. The, the, the people who are probably most well-versed in COVID and politics are sitting extremely close to each other with um, no masks on. Well, and it's interesting because back in the spring when uh, the coronavirus task force was doing their daily updates and press conferences, I remember vividly at that point when masks became the thing we were supposed to do. When it came out that, yes, indeed, this will protect you, do this. The reporters were all wearing them the entire time, up through about mid-June to July. And then all of a sudden, it was like, it wasn't like a next day they took them off, but it just started eroding. <laughs> like their desire to wear the masks when they came back started to dissipate. And I was like, I don't understand. If it's if you're inside, we know it's aerosolized. We know masks help. You all want to model what the CDC is saying. And the CDC has not wavered since pretty much late March about this that you know you got to be six feet distance reduce the size of your gatherings um wear a mask and wash your hands repeatedly if you do those four things you're going to have a greater chance of not getting covid and spreading it but yet now we've got all these people on tv politicians reporters people they're interviewing who aren't wearing masks i'm going what happened why did we change our opinion on this this doesn't make sense to me because I haven't changed my opinion. When I go out in the public, I always wear a mask. You know that. Mm-hmm. I'm especially after the fact that we all have four have had COVID. 
and I saw how how difficult it was. I don't want it again. You know, I don't want to get it again, and I don't want anybody I care about to get yep. it. So I don't understand why it's okay. I don't know. That That is a problem for me. I struggle with that. And, and it like- is not just, it's not just, you know, the, the, the um, more liberal, progressive reporters. It's also the conservatives. It's like, it's not just the far right reporting. It's also left, and it's our local reporters, and it just doesn't make sense to me. Yeah, and I... And I know that, like, in sports, as we can see as well, um, like, with, with the helmets, they don't have to wear them when the helmets are on. Mm-hmm. I don't, I, okay, I don't know if that works. But I know with volleyball, they wear them. Yeah. Um, with soccer, they wear gaiters. Yeah. So, I mean, and I, I know with shooting, we wear them at the beginning. But at the same time, we're far apart from each other every time. Um, stations are, uh, some stations are 30 feet apart from each other, but... Um, stations are six feet apart from each other, actually 15. So, um, in, in some like sports, you have to gauge whether or not it's, it's willing to do it. Um, and I know, and I want to talk about COVID a little bit more. I know that there's been like wavering stuff about COVID. Um, and like from the CDC, we see fudged like numbers and stuff like that. Um, so I, I think part of it that people are saying is like, the CDC isn't helping themselves by mm-hmm. putting out stuff and then later saying that, oh, yeah, we maybe inflated the numbers a little bit. Or when they put out the, the two controversial uh, things about California, when they were like, oh, masks don't protect against wildfire particles um, and smoke particles, but they still protect against COVID. And then when you look that up, the microscopic size of smoke versus COVID you know, it, they're they're not helping themselves there. Yeah, the they really aren't. A good thing. They aren't helping themselves, and that was a big thing that got me. It was like, yeah, I'll keep wearing it, but I do have doubts, and that's always a good thing to have. But the fact that they said that the CDC kind of admitted that they don't really know if they work or not is weird to me. They don't know that the masks work for COVID or the masks work for smoke. Well, they, so so they or said about- they said it didn't work for smoke, but smoke is 10 times larger in particle size mm, right. than COVID is. Right. And so I don't, I don't, why would it not work for smoke then? Tell us why it wouldn't work for smoke. Because if it doesn't work for smoke, then why would it work for COVID particles? Right. So, and I, I don't have an answer for that. I don't either. I, I'm it just does, putting that it out does, there. You know, it does speak to the larger issue of, and dad says this all the time and i think he's spot on we are such in the infancy stage of learning everything about covid right um we know enough about infectious disease to know that what the masks do for that disease is reduce the particles right it doesn't prevent all particles but it definitely reduces them right so that, the part about the smoke, I, I, I often wonder if the reason that CDC said that was because wearing a mask might increase your inhalant of smoke because you can't get it out of your mask. Because if you think about when we wear our masks for COVID, right, the reason that they're, they help with COVID is because when you speak, it catches everything that you're spewing out of your mouth, right? 
and it reduces the amount of that spewed um, particle from being expressed and spread. Maybe the problem with smoke is you're breathing it in and you can't cough it out properly. It sits there in the mask. Maybe that's why they said that. Th that's just me waxing poetic. But yeah. um, it's just something I think of because I think, you know, smoke inhalation in most fires is what typically causes people to die in a house fire uh, before the actual fire gets them. Yep. It's because they can't breathe that in, right, and be able to continue to breathe. So maybe the mask in a smoky environment makes you inhale more smoke, and that's why they didn't want it. But they didn't explain that. And I, yeah. think, I think the thing about the CDC is they're learning alongside their infectious disease people, and so they're trying to be ahead of the game, but they just don't have the, the, the knowledge comes like a mile a minute and yep. they're running, you know, a half a mile a minute, right? So they're way behind. So, or two miles a minute, rather. They're behind and they're not where they're supposed to be. Yep, exactly. Um, anything else? No, this was a good conversation yeah. about COVID. Yeah. Thank you for having me yeah, on. No problem. Any other pa parting words you want to give? No, um... Let's cut to the outro then. Thank you. You're very welcome. Love you. Love you too. <laughs> I am your mom. Yeah. I can say that. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for tuning in. If you liked the podcast, please consider subscribing to us on the streaming platform that you are using. You can find the show notes by subscribing to our email newsletter. I hope you enjoyed this specific episode and look for more in the future from us at the Political Battlegrounds podcast. Thank you.